The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Police are on the lookout for a thin man wearing a clown costume. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, welcome to Talk is Jericho. It is the pod of thunder and rock and roll. And today, the horror is coming back to Talk is Jericho in the form of one of my favorite new movies, Terrifier featuring one of the best new horror movie villains that I've seen in the last 20 years, Art the Clown, played by David Howard Thornton. Uh, Art the Clown is the main character in Terrifier, and Art is truly sick and played to the hilt by the amazing uh, acting skills of David Howard Thornton. David's going to tell us all about Art the Clown, how he got the role, what it was like wearing Art's makeup and filming all those truly gruesome kill scenes, working with director Damien Leone. We'll also find out what David thinks about the movie's growth, how it seems to be headed to cult favorite status, whether there might be a sequel to Terrifier, and so much more. And like I said, I, you know, you guys know I'm a horror movie fanatic. We even did the watch along for uh, Sleepaway Camp 2 um, a few weeks ago with uh, Team Tiger Awesome. I watch a lot of horror films and Terrifier, uh, we're going to talk about this with David, but was suggested to me by Rich Ward when we were on tour of Canada a few months ago, November, December, and I'm still talking about it. I've shown my niece, I've shown all my friends, uh, very grisly, uh, gross, disgusting movie, but also super creepy, super scary. And Art the Clown is one of the best movie villains I've seen in a long time. Uh, plays it to the hilt, never breaks character of this psychotic clown uh, who may or may not be supernatural. Lots of stuff to think about and talk about. If you haven't seen Terrifier, uh, watch it. I give it 100%, two thumbs up. Um, if you've seen a million horror movies, you go, oh, I'm not scared by anything anymore. Nothing really affects me. Terrifier will, but not in a super exploitative way. It's in the performance of David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. So uh, go check this out. Damien Looney did a great job uh, writing this movie. He actually did the makeup for Art the Clown. Uh, so many cool things that we're going to talk about uh, coming up here. Art the Clown, the newest uh, slasher icon, right up there with Freddy Krueger and Jason Leatherface. That is my prediction. Many more Art the Clown movies uh, and sequels to come. And we're going to learn more about Art and David Howard Thornton right here on Talk is Jericho, starting now. What's wrong? I'm fine. What? Keep looking over your shoulder. What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? He knows this is your car. He's out there watching us right now. Look, that guy was just some douchebag in a car. 
Okay, so um, we were on tour in Canada, mm-hmm. and um, my guitar player, Rich Ward, knows that I like horror movies, and he yeah. goes, I gotta show you this movie called Terrifier. I'm like, what is it? He goes, you gotta watch this scene. He pulls up this scene with this creepy clown who is not saying a word, and he's sawing a girl in half as she's tied up upside down. The movie's called Terrifier. The characters Art the Clown and the actor is David Howard Thornton. I love the three <laughs> names, yeah. by the way. That's like I serial have, killers type shit. I have to go by that because there's another actor out there by the name of David Thornton. He's actually Cindy Lauper's husband. Oh, is he yeah. really? <laughs> oh, we might have to send Art the Clown for a visit to uh, Cindy's husband. Like, yeah, yeah. He was like in The Notebook. He was like Home Alone 3. Wow. Like okay. That. Yeah, yeah. And he actually lives in New York, I think, as well. So Are you like, a New York guy? I am. Oh, now I am. I, I was, I'm originally from Huntsville, Alabama. I was so, going to say, I hear yeah. a little Southern accent it, there. It's come out a lot since I've been back down here, too. It, it, it <laughs> when just you comes can... back. It's like, I, I'll find myself. I was like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I'm from Canada. Oh, yeah. So when I go back there, it's like, hey, what's going on, eh? Ah, Arthur Clowny. Crazy, man. <laughs> but you do get that, right? <laughs> but so now that, so, uh, and I want to get into all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arthur Clown has become, I'm not going to say iconic because it's too early for that, but yeah, it's become early. like the hottest new killer yeah. in horror movies that I've seen maybe the last 15 years or so. It's been nuts. We didn't expect any of this at all because, like, when we um, made the sequel to All Hallows Eve, which I, I took over the role for the original guy, Mike Gianelli, who was fantastic, but mm-hmm. he just didn't want to go. So, so let's now. go back. So, All Hallows yeah. Eve was the debut of Art the Clown. Yes, it was and an it, anthology film, and they they filmed it over the course of a few years. And, and is this the same director that did Terrifier? Yes, he he directed it, created the character, wrote the script, did all the makeup, practical effects. It's Damien Leone. He is just an extremely talented. By the way, he's Man. super jealous that we're talking right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. Because I posted a picture today. I'm at the Days of the Dead. We are. Yeah. And there was an Art the Clown walking around. I posted the picture, and, and, <laughs> and, and he was like, oh, my God, you're a fan. I'm like, dude, I'm talking to David lately. He goes, I'm so jealous. Next yeah. time you go to ask me, too. Oh, he's been texting me all day. He's like, I cannot believe this. I'm like, I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just to show it, and we'll get into it more, as I, I followed him on Instagram, because mm-hmm. that's what makes you real friends nowadays. Yeah. And I scroll down, and <laughs> Carrie King from Slayer, who's a good friend of mine, yeah. has the... Or the clown, like little uh, Funko Pops, yeah, or whatever they are. Damien made it for him, I think, for Christmas or And or, I text Kara, yeah. I'm like, dude, Art the Clown is like, it's the best. It's yeah. the best character. I, I think Damien wanted to make you one, but he didn't have enough time to make it before. He it said came next out. time yeah. he's gonna yeah. he's gonna make it happen. But so yeah. so we're talking about how how this character is just kind of really it's been uh, a real grassroots buzz as to yeah. how this character is moving because when Rich told me and I watched it, then my, my niece uh, Michaela, who's 21 mm-hmm. or almost 21, showed it to her. She showed it to her friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. It's been nuts. It's kind of like how the how you know, like it, the essence of the ring, where like one person sees it, that they start sharing mm-hmm. it with other people, and it just gets infectious that way. Because like we released in March of last year, just on like video on demand and um, uh, DVD Blu-ray. And it was already having a nice little buzz going around, but like none of like the mainstream like press stuff, you know, like right. those. You, I've seen no, no press for anything. it. Right, IGN, nothing. There's still IGN still hasn't said anything mm-hmm. about us, and I'm like, oh, so it's been the fans that have gotten the word out about this, and it's been amazing. And then we released on Netflix, 
And that and that was in September, and we just exploded. Mm. It was just like we had other like celebrities like tweeting stuff out, like Instagramming things. Like I think Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale like posted something, and people went nuts over it on like Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap, this has actually become something. And that's what I was trying to do because I have a lot of social media followers. So mm-hmm. I've been planting the seeds because I knew we were going to do this. Because yeah. just you know, I don't do <clears throat> conventions. Uh, I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'll do them is if I can get somebody cool for the podcast. Yeah. And so I always go like, okay, so Days of the Dead Atlanta wants you to go there. Okay, well, who else is on the show? And I'll look through. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's two: <laughs> Vinnie Vincent from Kiss, who yeah. bailed, and, womp, womp. <laughs> and and David Thornton, or David Howard Thornton, not <laughs> or the clown. I'm like, dude, if you can get me David Howard Thornton, I'll be there. We got it. Awesome. Because everybody's now talking about this character. Yeah. So what was it when you? Uh, how did the buzz start growing? Was it one person, or was it? Because Netflix has 10,000 yeah. movies on it. Yeah, it was just the buzz on, like, it, like the fans of All Hallows' Eve were the ones we made this for in the first place because they loved the character of Art and they wanted him to have his own film. So we're like, okay, sure. So we made this in the mind that we're just doing those... We're just doing this film for the, those original fans of All Hallows' mm-hmm. Eve because they really want something with Art. And we're like, okay, we're doing something fun for ourselves and for the fans. If something comes of this great if not oh well we did something for the fans and ourselves we made the horror film that we wanted to see and we thought yeah we think he's a cool character but you never know mm-hmm. you never know what's going to catch someone's attention so we're like well especially damien he can be like eh, well you know you never know man it's like, it's like no I, and other people are like no trust me this guy this character there's something about him that's unique that's needed in this industry right now and we're like well we hope so but, but we didn't expect it. And you're in a position, like I said, like the, it's a different world now in 2019, mm-hmm. 18, 17 when you made yeah, it than it yeah. was in, you know, 84 when Nightmare on Elm Street comes right, out with Freddy right. Krueger. So Robert England becomes synonymous with that. There's been countless Michael Myers. There's been countless, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jason's. Jason's. All right, yeah. But as far as being just one guy all the way through. Basically, Brad Dourif <laughs> from yeah, from uh, the, all the Child's Play movies. Okay, but that's just a voice. Yeah, just so voice. basically, so it's Robert England. Basically, England, Robert right? England. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like we haven't seen because I'm a horror movie fanatic. We mm-hmm. haven't seen like a, a killer like this. So you are in the position now, and we'll, and we'll go through the whole past of it. But right now, as this continues to build, you could be the next Robert England. And you're probably like a Shakespearean actor or something. I don't know. We'll get into it. But like, how, how do you feel about this? Like some random character that now is people are dressing up as on Halloween and coming to the yeah. conventions as. It's it's mind boggling because like I never imagined I would even do horror. I figured if I ever did horror, I would be like the smart ass character that gets killed off halfway through. <laughs> you're the camp through. counselor that dies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. I, I'll, I'll be like, um, um, oh god blanking on his name from scream you know i'll be right back and i'll be like <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody yeah. kevin bacon yeah. in friday 13th part <laughs> one and everyone since yeah it's like I, i'll be one of those guys that just he's dead he's, he's dead because i've always done comedy my whole entire life and i i've more focused on stage and voiceover and this is just a random thing that i came across because i had seen all hallows eve this might be uh art the clown hello <laughs> 
We just had DDP here, and I told him to valet his car to my room, and they just called to, <laughs> to confirm it. So you can leave that in there. But let's talk about how, how did you get this part yes. of Art the Clown, and what is your background? Because you mentioned you're from Huntsville, but you live in New York now, right. which to me, when actors move to New York and not L.A., New York's more of the, the stage. The stage. Right. Yeah, and that's why I moved up to New York. Um, I grew up doing like community theater back in Huntsville for the longest time, and I, I tried to be like, pragmatic about my life so when I went to college I actually got a degree in elementary education because I was like well as much as I love doing theater I probably can't support a family with that mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay well I love kids I come from like four generations of teachers so I'm like I can do a career with that and do theater on the side great cool awesome and then my mom um I think it was like my sophomore year of college she uh was diagnosed with stage three esophageal cancer and so about for two, two and a half years there, she she was dealing with that and she finally passed away from it. And she fought a long battle with that. She was only supposed to live six months and she ended up just willing herself to live for two and a half years, wow. which like yeah. beat all the odds. And we had our final conversation with each other and she's she just told me, she's like, yeah, don't do what you think you have to do with your life. You've been given certain gifts that a lot of people don't have. Do what you want to do with your life. Do what makes you happy because you only have one shot at this. I, and she's like, I have so many regrets that I did not go out and do things. Don't be like me. This is like the, the best advice I can ever give you. And I'm like, okay. And I, and I let that like digest for a year. And I was teaching one day and I, I, I was going through a lot of other stuff. I had a lot of other personal things happen about a year's time where my dog died, my grandmother died, a friend committed suicide. Sure. And my sister married a homeless man. All in the space of like one month when I went to go do my internship in the schools. And I was like, what is Dark going? Dark time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was just spiraling, spiraling down. Like I, I couldn't focus. And I was just so depressed. And I, I had that epiphany one day in the classroom. I was doing story time with my kids. And I, I discovered, I was like, I'm getting more fulfillment out of entertaining my students, doing all these crazy voices and stuff like that, than teaching them. I'm like... I think this is what I, this is my calling in life. And I called my dad up. He's a NASA engineer, now retired NASA engineer. And I, I thought I was going to get that just stern, like pragmatic engineer talk. Well, you put all this time and effort into this and blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, your mom and I always thought you should do this instead, but we didn't want to tell you what you do with your life. We want you to discover what you want to do yourself. He's like, go ahead, take a year off just to get your head in the game, finish up your degree and then go do what you want to do with your life. And that's what I did. I moved up to New York, did like off-Broadway shows for a while, finally ended up like booking some voiceover jobs for video games and animation, and toured with uh, the national tour of um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas for five years, where I understudied uh, Stefan Carl, who a lot of people might know from the children's show Lazy Town. He was Robbie Rotten on this, and he was an amazing physical... Was he the Grinch? Yes, he was the Grinch, and I was his understudy, and he's amazing. Um, he was amazing physical comedian. He was known as basically Iceland's Jim Carrey. Mm. He had a mastery over his body, and I had never known an actor like that. Mm. I grew up watching the old silent films. Wow. And I... And that's what I emulated, but I had never had anybody that could help me fine-tune my And let me just interject something here. This is very interesting to me because the whole, and we'll get to this, the whole secret and genius of Art the Clown, Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the movie, is he never speaks. So it's all body language. When you said Iceland's Jim Carrey, 
like the way Art the Clown is played by you, it's very much Jim Carrey over accentuated mm-hmm. body motions. So that's where you picked it up from. That's where I got it from. It was Stefan. He he really just helped because that was what he did best. He right. was an, he was a clown. That's Which would be kind of a Grinch thing too. Yeah, exactly. And he he taught me so much. And I would have moments when I was on set where I would like. How am I going to approach this scene? I would have my, I called him, what would Stefan do moments? And I'm like, hmm. I, I know exactly. WWSD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that he was, he, he was who I really pulled from. I mean, of course, I pulled from the greats like Chaplin, Keaton, even like Rowan Atkinson. Silent Doug movie Jones. guys. Yeah. And yeah. Just great physical actors. And of course, Robert England. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you pull from the best. I kind of just. Did an amalgamation of, but but, those but let's guys. back up a bit. So you're doing you're, you're off Broadway. So you're right. doing the touring. How does the Terrifier script come to you, and why did yeah. you get it of all? It was purely serendipitous. Mm-hmm. It was um, because when they decided to make Terrifier, they went to Mike Ginelli, and I I, I don't know the whole story behind it, but it was uh, Mike Ginelli, he was the original Art the Clown. Okay, gotcha. Yes, and they went to him, and of course, Damon's like, "Hey, we're doing Terrifier. You want to play Art?" And I think it, by, by that point, he wanted to do other things with his life, and also he just didn't want to go through the makeup process. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about that too. Yeah, and so he's like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm going to pass." And so they put out an ad out there on the, the acting websites looking for an actor that was tall, skinny guy that had clowning or physical comedy experience for the quote-unquote role of a lifetime. And at that point, I was without a job. I had just gotten back from tour, and I had just taken months off. I had I had been like in final, final callbacks for three different Broadway tours. Nothing happened. I was like, I was just getting discouraged. The worst, right? Oh, God. I'm the like, worst auditioner, too. Like, uh, oh, you got a callback? I didn't get it. It's like, just put me the, in, coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> offer me the part and I'll kill it. Yeah. And I was like, come on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I can yeah. I can do this. I was like, yeah. like one of them actually came down to a flip of a coin where they couldn't decide between me and another guy. And they flipped the coin. And actually, I think of it now, the coin landed in my favor hmm. because I would have been on the road at that point. I couldn't have auditioned for this. But I came across that audition, and I was—I had seen All Hallows Eve, and I loved the character. Oh, of you'd it. seen it? I had seen it already. So you're a horror movie fan? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And, and I, I loved the character when I first saw it. I was like, oh, my God, this character's like an evil Mr. Bean. That <laughs> is awesome. Call. What an awesome, because I'd always wanted to play like a Mr. Bean type of character, just to, to play around Mr. Like Bean that. doesn't talk either. Not really. He, he mumbles a bit. Ba- yeah, Mr. Bean. And that's why I was like, oh my God, I would love, that's like such an awesome role. And I saw that, I'm like, yes. So I contacted my reps. I'm like, send me in, send me in, send me in. I mean, I know, I know I can knock this one out of the park. This is my wheelhouse. So they send me in. I walk in. You read the script yet? No. Okay. I had nothing. All you saw was a role of a lifetime. Art the clown. Gotcha. I have to play him. Right. And so I go in there for my audition. Have no script. I see all these other people in the room with scripts. I'm like, oh crap uh where did you they send us the scripts i'm like oh yay but they forgot to send it to yeah you? no no so i go in the room and so i'm like they're like uh, the producer phil gets to me and stuff like that and he brings me in i'm like so um i hate to ask but i don't have a script <laughs> is there any way i can get one it's like and damien's like oh man no you don't need a script art doesn't talk i'm like oh okay so um what do I need to do? <laughs> He's like, well, just go ahead and come up with a scene um, where you decapitate a guy. I'm like, Boba Kaby. 
uh, can I have a few more minutes just to think about it? And he's like, no, no, just go ahead and just make it up as you go along. And I'm like, okay. And this is why I think it's important for every actor, anybody that goes into any any performance arts should like have some experience in improv because hmm. you never know when you're going to be thrown That's in a true. situation That's true. You got to like go this. with the flow. You just have to go with the flow. And this is what came out of my head. I probably need to go to a therapist. But I came with this like scenario. I think it's online now. I yeah. saw it. Yeah, where I sneak up behind my victim, knock him out, cut off his head, pick up the head, like bathe myself in the blood, mm-hmm. and then taste the blood. And I'm like, I don't like the flavor. So I take out a salt shaker and I season it, and then taste it again. Give it a thumbs up, toss the head in the bag, I think, <laughs> and skip out on my merry. And this way. is all miming, by the way. Yeah. There's no actual head or salt shaker or anything. No, just. This is had no time to so he, any so of this. let me just get this straight. So when you come in there and there's a bunch of people with scripts, yeah, and we don't know what these scripts were. Why did they have scripts you didn't? They were auditioning for other roles in the gotcha. film. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's saying just decapitate somebody. Yeah. And that's your only direction. That's my only direction. And don't talk. Or, yeah. Okay. And that's what you came up with because I, I watched it back. So here's the thing that I love. Like, like once again, I'm a horror movie <laughs> fanatic, right? And the thing I loved. Like I'm, dude, I've seen it all from J Horror to Giallo yes. to freaking uh, Gornos, which was uh, gory pornos, which was a phase <laughs> that I went through. Nothing affects me, but watching Terrifier, the thing that, and this is when I showed it, to, I showed it to my, like I said, my not even twenty one year old niece. This mm-hmm. I'm showing her Terrifier. It's like look at me, watch that this girl's niece, the JJ. yes. <laughs> and the reason why is we watch horror movies and we see them all from. The, the paranormal activities to mm-hmm. the conjurings to the one that begins with an I indigenous or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, in, 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 whatever it is. There's, if I had more sleep, I got to insidious. So thank there you, man. Go, Thanks, Bob. Insidious. Indige- <laughs> indigenous is the uh, indigenous Canadian is version. <laughs> uh, 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 but the point is, like, you see all of these kind of uh, uh, cookie cutter Hollywood movies. Yeah. But when I saw this, oh, you got to see this Terrifier movie because it's not the fact that there's a lot of diabolical gore, which is always great. Yeah. But the killer says nothing. But it's not nothing like like uh, Jason or Michael Myers mm-hmm. where it's just stoic. Art never breaks character of being a clown. Yeah. So it's the clown that you would pay to have uh, entertain at your five-year-old's birthday party, <laughs> but instead of you know doing balloon tricks, he's cutting people in half from vagina to throat. Yeah. And he's doing it for himself. For himself. It's all about amusing himself. This is what he thinks right. is fun and funny and entertaining. He never breaks character. And, and talking to you, like facially, okay, of course, there's a lot of makeup <laughs> which we're talking about, but I'm looking at your fingers. And I showed you the, the gif earlier when, when DDP was here of Art the Clown, and he's doing the little wave with his mm-hmm. fingers, with these really thin, I would say, uh, musician finger, yeah, fingers. Yeah, I, I play piano. Yeah, and you've <laughs> got these really thin fingers. and I'm, It's your fingers that are like, obviously, we know it's not real, or maybe it is. Maybe you guys are going to kill me, and that's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the podcast within the podcast. But watching your fingers, it's like, dude, that is the real Art the Clown here. Yeah. So when you were told to do this you know, decapitation with the salt and all this stuff, what happens when you're finished with it? What does Damien say? He His head was on the table, and he was laughing his ass off. And, like, <laughs> Phil, our producer, was just kind of sitting there just like a gog. He's like, he just turns to him. And he just, they just kind of give each other, like, a look. And they're like, so, um, how are you with wearing makeup? And I'm like, good. I've done a lot of children's theater. I've had a lot of crazy makeup over the years, so I'm totally fine with that. And I was like, yeah, can you come in for a makeup test? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'd be happy to. And I walked out of there, and I was like, well, I think I got it. 
I think I bet you know I'm, I'm still you know the you know the the you know the the realistic part of my head is well you don't know for certain you never know who might come in blah 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 blah. Of course, and it's for, his uh, show business kid. Yeah, yeah. And, and for a few months I didn't hear anything, and I finally get an email from Damon's like, "Hey, can you come in for the makeup test now?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, cool." And so I go in. And there. That's the worst too. Yeah. Like a yep. few months, like come oh, on. No, I was like, let me know. give me something, man. Right? And I didn't want to be pestering anybody. So I'm like, I mean, at that time I was like, well, I guess they just didn't really need me. And then, found some money. Yeah, like, ah. It's like, oh no. <laughs> And I get there, and they do the makeup test. They do a mold of my face and everything like that. And I'm like, in the full makeup and everything. And I'm like, does this mean I actually have the part? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had it forever. I'm like, really? I tell you two months ago. <laughs> I was like, my agent never told me. Right, 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 <laughs> like, right. You know, he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I was like, great. And then, like, the pizza guy came while I was in full outfit and everything like that. And they're like, hey, let's have some fun. Go enter the door. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> It's like this is your final test. <laughs> I just open the you know, open the door and I just kind of stand there and just stare at the guy. He's like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> He's like, "Hell no, 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 no!" <laughs> and they just go, "No, it's okay, man." It's okay. Hey, random pizza guy, if you're a Talk Is Jericho fan, uh, we apologize for staring <laughs> the shit out of you. But see, here's the thing: that the thing with the art, the clown makeup, is when I show anybody the pictures of it, like cause I always say, "Have you seen, you know, uh, Terrifier?" No, and I just screenshot the picture and send it actually have it saved by yeah the way. oh wow you see that clown, like, dude i'm serious I'm i love campaigning it. for this movie when you see the the, the the makeup of art it's everyone does the same thing oh my god like that's creepy yeah. shit but it was obviously already designed on uh, all hallows eve yeah so when you get it it's it's it was there any updates to it or was they, it they the made him a little bit more gaunt because in like more gaunt yeah because mm-hmm. like that's how Damien really wanted him to be. Like, you know, Mike's a regular size guy and stuff. Mm. Like, I'm skinny as hell. I'm like, my mom used to say, you have, you would have to tie my leg and knock to make knees. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I always tell people, like, because I, especially down here in the South, people growing up, it was like, do you eat? I'm like, yeah. And it's like, well, why are you so skinny? And it's because I, I, I have a crack in my butt. It's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Genetics, maybe? I yeah, don't know, it right? is. It's a family trait. It's that, that metabolism. But, but once again, perfect for, for yeah. the role that you have to play, right? Yeah, and it's so funny because that was something I used to be so self-conscious of for the longest time of being so skinny. And it's just like, yeah. And now ended up getting you this like, well, gig. Oh, well. <laughs> of a lifetime, right? Yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. test and how does it feel when um like what like for me like uh, i've done some stuff in japan this year where mm-hmm. i've had some makeup on and i've put some on it like it gives you a different vibe of this character so when you go out for example to do this match it's chris but it's not really when yeah. you put the makeup on how do you feel with that i love it i mean what especially anytime i do like a new makeup 
like test or something like that when my first time wearing makeup i like to sit in front of a mirror and just make faces to see how everything reads and stuff like that and like my first time getting like that full makeup especially once i finally got the teeth and the contacts and so the I was, nose too oh yeah big long so pointy nose freaky. Yeah. it's just he's ugly yeah, he's, he's, but he's, ugly in a, in a terrifying way. Yeah, he right? he yeah. Lo- he's like like he kind of looks like the Joker and Freddy Krueger like had mm. a child or something like that. It's that that kind of look about it. It's this freaky look. It's just very unnatural look, and mm. it and it's so I I got there in front of that mirror and I had I was like oh my god there he is there he is. So let me ask you a question. So you, so you did this um, kind of cold audition where you just had to do some miming. Mm-hmm. When did they give you the script? I, I got the script shortly after I did the makeup. What did you think when oh, you read it? I loved it. it. I was like, "This is fucked up. I love it." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, we're doing that to that girl. We go. We're we gonna hang her upside. What? Wow. Okay. Right. Cool. Cool. I'm all in." Because I'm like, especially in like the past ten years or so, I was like, when I've watched slasher films, it seems like they're playing it so safe. Mm-hmm. And that's just not how horror is supposed to be, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, it's supposed to like push boundaries and make people uncomfortable, and that's what makes. It, but and also have fun with it, mm-hmm. and people have forgotten how to have fun with it. Like it would, like you know, going back in the day, watching the Jason movie and the Freddy movies, like they weren't necessarily really heavy on plot, but the fun was the chase and mm-hmm. like the creative kills and everything. And that's what I found like lacking. And a lot of slashers recently, and I'm like, this doesn't. We just we just go balls to the walls with it. We're like, you know. But you know what art does that the other slashers didn't is he's so vicious and violent. Like even mm-hmm. in the opening, um, opening kill with the guys in the diner, yeah. where he's just stabbing that guy in the face yeah. like a hundred times. He like, goes over the top. Like you never saw that. You don't see that with Michael Myers no. or Jason. They just stab somebody and or whatever. They're done with it. But like, this is different from that, you know. Yeah, there's that, a maliciousness to him. Yes, he, he's enjoying it. Right? Oh, he he gets. Does it off say that it. in the script? Like yeah. you have to. The art stabs the victim countless over the top oh, times. Yeah, or? yeah. Sometimes Damien just like stab, 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 stab. I'm like, woohoo! That's How many stabs is that? Five stabs or six? <laughs> <laughs> well, how was the script for the uh, for the vagina to gullet? Uh, oh man, it's it's just basically as you saw it and it was but was it just like art proceeds to cut or was it yeah, in detail like, it is going in detail and all he's like yeah, it starts at then the cooter <laughs> and goes on down and he like her intestines start spilling out so and bad. she's and still screaming and i'm like, like i don't like god man we don't we don't have vaginas but just to think about that Ooh. from cross like how it would feel for uh if you haven't seen it spoiler Dude, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 hacksaw? Yeah. Going from ball bag. Like, oh. how long would it last yeah. before you passed out yeah. and died? Like, that was that one was so bad, right? Yeah, and he, he got the inspiration for that from old um, medieval torture methods, actually. That's really? what they actually used to do to people, hang them upside down, and it would take. they had two people with a saw, and they'd just cut people in half like that. Oh, my that. gosh. There's some... Up shit oh yeah oh yeah I, I told him like dude for like future films man you need to look more into like this medieval stuff and you know like, yeah there's a lot of cool stuff i did a paper on that did. when i was in college about medieval torture kills and there's one where like they put a, a, a cage mm-hmm. filled with rats that haven't been fed mm-hmm. like in a week on your stomach where the cage bottom isn't there they pull it out so those rats just start eating you <laughs> and sometimes they'll put a fire on top of so that the rats is trying to escape escape into your it's belly like, good god who came up with I that i know right like this is real stuff oh and who who sat there and watched that happen too i'm like my god but once again see and this is what i always say about being a bad guy in wrestling yeah is 
it's a lot easier to make people hate you mm-hmm. than it is to make them like you. But once they start hating you, it's hard to keep them hating you because you become entertaining. Like yeah. watching Terrify, like Art the Clown, like I, I, when the first girl, I don't remember what her name was, uh, the girl that was wearing the skeleton dress. Oh, yeah, um, Tara. Tara. When she, we got to talk about this too. When, when she just gets shot by Art mm-hmm. and she's dead, I'm like, well, she's supposed to be the one that lives. Yeah. So when she's dead, now I'm like, well, I don't know who to root for. Oh, I know. I'm just going to start rooting for Art. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's like Art, in wrestling, we call them baby faces. Mm-hmm. Art will become a baby face slash good guy just by proxy of how diabolically entertaining he it's is. It's like how you, you root for Wally Coyote. Right. It's just like, yeah. Or you, like, like I said, like the Terminator. Yeah. Uh, in in one and two, one he's the vicious villain. Two he's the good guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter is exactly. the good guy in the second one. A Joker had Heath Ledger not died would yeah. have been the good guy in the next yeah. Batman. You know, because he had a point. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he was entertaining. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you, you, I love those kind of villains where you can tell they're having fun mm-hmm. with what they're doing. That makes them that scarier. It's just because it's like, oh my god, this guy's really enjoying this. This is something that's just like is he's not just doing it out of anger. He's he's having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's messed up man and not to get too deep into acting pantheon but what was your motivation to play this character because it's a very yeah. dark evil character i mean I, I i brought a lot from the old silent film mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but I, I i brought a lot of joker into it and i brought a lot of freddy into it i i, I always like to say like really art is like if freddy krueger and harpo marks had a bastard child great it would call be art the call great art the call. clown yeah what um how long was the shoot it was originally supposed to be like six weeks but mm-hmm. we had you know low budget film you know sometimes run out a little bit of money there and we had a few other setbacks and stuff so we ended up going between like we started fall of 2015 and we ended up finally finishing our last scenes in 2017 early really? spring but off and on we would go through the year and we had like um a rough cut of it that we showed at film festival in 2016 up in Telluride, colorado and they loved it but we got feedback from that, and they want some more. So we ended up adding like the the scene where I decapitate the other exterminator, and we added That's... the morgue scene because we're like people were like, "Well, is there going to be a sequel?" I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, shoot, we got to set up a sequel, I guess." That was my thing. Like it, it, it was um, to see Art at the end where he's like, uh, I guess he's now uh, immortal, maybe we'll something see. like this. <laughs> we'll see. Because <laughs> I I had watched it and. When I first watched it, I was like, yeah, there's some things that bother me, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I watched it again, and then I watched it again, and then again. I've seen it four times now. Mm-hmm. So at first, I thought the beginning scene where the girl who, and once again, spoiler alert, uh, Art likes to eat people's faces, yeah. which to me is the worst part. That's worse than getting your J to go because you're mm-hmm. dead. He eats people's faces to where they have to live afterwards. Yeah. So I thought that the girl at the beginning was a previous victim of art, the clown who had her face eaten off. But is it a wraparound where it's the girl at the end now becomes the killer or kills? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He, uh, I I look at this way, like art, when he first met Tara in the Mm -hmm. film, he saw her as a strong woman here. He's like, I want to break her. And so that's why he caught her best friend in half in front of her. It's like, that's going to make her go crazy. But it didn't. She came mm-hmm. back after him, was kicking his ass. And that's like, okay, fine. I can't break you. You're too strong for me mentally. I cannot break your spirit. I'm done with you. You're no longer fun. Bang, bang. Right. And you can tell that when he's killing her, he's not happy to kill her like all those other kills. He's like, he's kind of 
pissed off that he had to do that. That's he, very cool because almost to me, I was like, that's almost a flag on the play mm-hmm. for a serial killer that he just pulls out a gun and shoots her. Yeah. But your explanation right there makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He was because he, he stabbed her a bit and. I, it was later that when he used the cat of nine tails and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. at this point, he's just like Indiana Jones, where he's just like the guy does the sword plays like fuck off, boom, dead. Yeah. That's so that's wow. Plan. Yeah. So he was sick of, of of her besting him. Yeah, and he was upset. Then he found her cell phone with her sister that said she was on the way. She's like, "Ooh, game back on." And that's why he went in there and just finished the job. And just bam, 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 bam. Oh, mm. we're totally done. I got a new toy to play with. And so that's why he was going after her. And he that's like he, he wanted to make her go crazy. And that's he really succeeded. good. He succeeded. Wow. Because like I said, that's one thing about that movie where it, it just continues on to where, like I said, we don't know who we're supposed to be cheering for. Because even the, mm-hmm. you mentioned the exterminator. And then Art just like viciously like cuts off his head. No, who's he cut off the exterminator's head. Yeah. And he stepped on the jackers. Yeah, just totally <laughs> curb stomps him. Just... <laughs> So tell us a little bit about the special effects behind the scenes. Yeah, like, Damien did all of it. He does all the special he effects? He does all the special effects. That was no, None of that was CG. I think the only CG you really have in the film is maybe like a little blood coming out of my eye at the end, and that was it. The rest, he, that was all practical effects that he constructed himself. He How, would make molds of people's faces and bodies and stuff like so that. So when you did the vagina to gullet, that was an yeah. actual rubber body? That was a rubber, and boy, poor Catherine. I mean, she's like, I, I consider her, her to be our MVP of the film. Because she went through hell for that kill. Like, um, when they made the body mold of her, they forgot to put the releasing agent on. So, and it was a full body mold of oh her. Gosh. And they, she was stuck. And they almost had to take her to the ER in that full body mold. But they and couldn't get it off? They, they eventually finally oh. pried it off of her. And I'm oh. like, that had to have been so painful. Oh, so yeah. scary. How claustrophobic that had to have been. Just scary. But she was a trooper. And because she knew... She knew what that scene was going to become. And then the night that we filmed that scene, it was like 20 degrees in this room because we filmed that at Seaview Mental Hospital. What city was this at? In um, Staten Island, that part. Okay, oh, so it was New York. Yeah, Staten okay, Island, gotcha. yeah. It was 20 degrees. She had to be in that position. And she has to literally be upside down. Yeah. We'd only let her hang upside down for 30 She's seconds. naked, by the way. Yeah, naked, yeah. cold. All that blood all over, and it's going up into her nose and her eyes, and, and so legs are, are, are splayed. So yeah. you know that's not an interesting. Just hours of doing this, literally a naked woman upside down with her legs uh, yeah. pulled apart, and exposed like that to a room full of guys. Wow, that's that's yeah, that's pretty yeah, yeah right. And, but she was a total pro during all of that. Just mm. you know, didn't didn't like foster anything like that. She's like, let's do this. I mean, she even got sick afterwards from all the, like, the blood rushing to back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like she had a little balance issues for a little while there. But, you know, it was like... Really? It's like she's the MVP of the film because he's like, everybody talks about that scene. Mm. And it's because she toughed it out. Well, but like you said, that's the one, I guess, when, when Rich was showing me this movie, he's like, you have to watch this scene. And that was the one that he had pulled up was, yeah. was the, you know, the... the and, and when you read this... Do you know that like it's going to be a, an iconic horror movie scene? We we thought that scene was something special, and yeah. like we when we were shopping, we were trying to get distributors, and we I think we had some studios that wanted to actually put us in theaters, but they had a concession where they had to make some big cuts to the film, mm. and that's what they really wanted to cut was that scene. And Damien was like, "There is no way you were cutting that." Hmm. 
that's like this is this you have to trust me here this is going to be the scene that's going to make this movie do not cut this right. scene the scene yeah and so we almost went uh self-distribution until uh steve barton uncle creepy he was working at dread central at the time had seen the film at one of these film festivals and he contacted people at dread central and he's like you guys have trust me take on this film so dead dread central is a distribution yes that's a website too right yes. yeah Uncle Creepy? Yes, uh, Steve Barton, yeah. <laughs> That's also the nickname for Gene Simmons. Yeah. Within yeah. the guys in Kiss, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 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 so this is pretty cool. So we're in a world right now where Dread Central, which is, like I said, I was just reading the top 40 horror movies of all time on Dread mm -hmm. Central. They're now able to finance movies as well? Yeah, they, they started their own little uh, production company, Dread hmm. Central Presents, where they, they have, basically every month they're releasing a, um, a film. Hmm. Yeah. Now, what is the name of the girl with like you, you with the skeleton dress? Uh, that is her uh, the actress's name is Jenna Canal. She actually lives here in Atlanta too. She looks a lot like Neve Campbell. Yeah, have you yeah. noticed that? Oh yeah, we, we like, had like a little sister. She takes that as a huge compliment oh, yeah. too. Yeah, she loves that. She's she was also in the Bye Bye Man as well. Okay. Yeah, she actually had to leave from filming with us to go film with that, like mm, literally like two days afterwards. So yeah. She's with us, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm sure in a car with Doug Jones. I'm like, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're talking with the, the makeup, like I know like Dave Batista is a good friend of mine. So to get mm -hmm. Drax the Destroyer, oh it's like yeah. six hours every day. Dude. What was it like for art? It was about four hours usually. I mean, sometimes it would take more because Damien was doing my makeup. So he'll like. He did the makeup too? Yeah, he did my makeup. This is a, let's put on a show production yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'll direct, I'll do the makeup, I'll do the special effects, see? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kids. <laughs> so what? So explain the process. Uh, what time would you have to show up? And what, um, what, what, I would was, usually, what would you start with? Yeah, I would usually show up about a few hours before everybody else arrived on set because it takes a while. And you know, did you have to shave your head? No, I, okay. thank God. No, they just put a bald cap. Yeah, but um, they would like put all this like glue all over my face because he had made a mold of my face and then he sculpted like the mask off of that. But it's this silicon-based mask, and he would glue it to every inch of mm -hmm. my face. Because of that, it was very light and it was very comfortable. I would forget I was wearing it, but it allowed for full range of expression, which I was so happy with. Yeah, totally. had, that's the most important that's thing. That's like art to be able to express. Right. You know, being silent, you got to be expressive. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it, it's just a tedious thing because you would have to glue all that on to make sure every everything was stuck and all that. No, you know, no air bubbles, nothing like that. And then he had to paint all that on. And... So then, then when the nose. Yeah, that's all one piece. Oh, that's all. All one so when piece. So put the, kind of the mask on, but it leaves your eyes and, and mouth yeah. basically open. Yeah. Then, the, like you mentioned, the teeth. Yeah, I had a you know, fake teeth. I Terrible prosthetic, in. yeah. Oh, God. Make me drool like crazy. And mm. I sound like I was like some inbred redneck or something. I was like, <laughs> hey, how are everybody doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was always funny because I would, I would just have fun talking like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Art the Clown. Hey, yeah, yeah. I almost sound like Brack from Space Ghost. <laughs> like kills all the creepiness <laughs> of Art the Clown. Yeah. He's just an idiot, right? Oh, it was funny. Because it, 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 it was like in between takes, I was always cracking <laughs> jokes like that, just having fun. Because like, this has got to be so surreal seeing me like this so, so you hear this weird voice come out sometimes you like herbert the pervert from like family guy hey everybody <laughs> and how about the contacts are you used to that ah uh, i hate contacts yeah uh, yeah but you know you have to tough it out mm -hmm. you have to ha and like the, the funny thing is there's a part in the film like near the end you'll see me with green eyes mm -hmm. because we had this one part where like one night we're filming one of the latter scenes and one of the contacts ripped and we mm -hmm. didn't have a backup pair and we're like Oh crap! Mm. We're like, you know what? 
we'll just do them without the context. We'll do every scene after this without the context in, so that we'll have some kind of continuity and stuff like that. And maybe we'll explain why he had green eyes at one point, but maybe no one will notice. I'll but, tell you what, you got to be a comic book nerd from the Simpsons. Yeah. Well, you see, after 18 minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds, all he has is green eyes. That's exactly Worst context what we did. ever. Yeah, we did that all. The, I was all that was like a constant joke because we're we're worrying about continuity with like blood splatters. All the time. I was like, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, but in this scene, Earth had a blood splatter right over his left eye and the next thing it was not there what the heck worst thing ever <laughs> I love the part too where um, she's spying on her I think maybe she's spying on but he's fucking with her when he's on the tricycle oh god he knows so she's watching fun. like right like, I mean, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion and that all that's like, so that, 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 like I said all of that stuff is just makes it's just to psych her out yeah it's just to fuck with her head is just like I love it so in so as an actor we make choices right mm -hmm. So what, and and, and we to, a lot of times you have to figure out what the backstory of art is. What's your uh, thought process? Like, is was he a real clown at some point? I can't say. Oh, okay. Because that's... this is something Damien and I discussed all that. We still discuss. We're still coming up more ideas for his yeah. background and stuff like that. But we, uh, the base of that was there because I want to know that from the get-go. Sure. Like, who is he? What is he? What is his motivation here? Uh, and then we can start building upon that later on. Because at first, once again, watching the first time, because like I said, I'm not jaded, but I've seen mm -hmm. it all. Every horror movie, whatever. So at the end, I'm like, okay, so now he's just suddenly immortal. Like, this yeah. is whatever. But then I'm like, this is actually really cool. Like, yeah. how does that happen, right? Yeah. I like to think, I mean, I don't know if this is the definite thing, but I like to think that before he offed himself, he didn't know. He was just like, well, fuck you guys. I'm not going to let the, the police be the guys that take me out. Mm. I'm going out on my own terms. So, mm. bye. And he didn't expect to come back. Mm. He was just, you know, he's just this malicious guy. He was an agent of chaos. Mm. And he just wanted to just drive people nuts and just cause as much mayhem as he could. He just enjoyed it. And he finally is like, oh, crap. The jig is up. Okay, fine. I'm going out my own way. Yeah, I'm going out my own terms. Yeah. Screw you guys. So, yeah. So, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> Did you think, I mean, I mean, obviously this is not a great question because we never know for sure, but when you finish the movie mm -hmm. and it goes out there, do you think like, okay, we've got something here? Or do you think like, all right, time to go look for another Grinch stage yeah. gig? Like what, what are you thinking when it goes, when it's done? I mean, I, I was saying that I hope this goes somewhere, mm -hmm. but I was still like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I still auditioned for, I, I did like an episode of Gotham and stuff like that. And I still was doing like voiceover work for like little kid shows and stuff like that. So I'm like, that's what was really weird. I was like, yeah, you know, I kill people on this. And then I go in here, like voice a cow on like super <laughs> wings. I'm like, want some milk? It's like, this is what I do. It's like, what a weird that's dichotomy. Right, though, as a working actor, that's what you do. Yeah, it's like, One gig work ends. Is work. Yeah. Work is work. I don't care. As long as I'm having fun and I'm, I'm making a living Living, doing what I enjoy, I'm not going to complain. But it's funny because you talk about, and this happens to all of us when you strike gold with something that you never mm -hmm. expected, Terrifier, low-budget movie. Yeah. Now, whether the next movie has a bigger budget, or, or, or I'm not gonna talking work. out of my ass, gonna <laughs> be, there better be a freaking next movie. But at the very least, now you're doing comic conventions. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know 
what you have or don't have as far as rights, or whatever. But even royalty wise, Damien has, I'm sure, is creating Art the Clown. Now we've seen Art the Clown yeah. mask costumes. You're wearing an Art the Clown Christmas sweater right now, yeah, which so I have surreal. to have with the syringes <laughs> yep. that knock her out, by the way. Yep. But I mean, this has become, like I said, it's like I always say you can judge a character whether somebody can dress up for them uh, as them on Halloween. Yeah. And we have this now. We haven't had it for years. No. And, and, and that was like so many people this last year were dressing up. And I, I, that's what I love seeing was all these like, because we now, I, I think it's um, Trick or Treat Studios is about to release an official Art the Clown Halloween costume. But before that, everybody was just creating their, their own. own right? And I love seeing the ingenuity that everybody was coming up with. And there are very interesting variations of like sexy Art the Clown. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> French maid or the clown. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, I'm feeling things I probably shouldn't be feeling. It's like, I find myself attractive. What? <laughs> hey, this is interesting. Yeah. You know, like, even little kids were dressing up as Art the Clown for Halloween. I'm like, why? You saw this film? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, now, okay. Are you married? Not yet. Do you have a girlfriend? No. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm playing the field right Because what now. I'm saying is like, there's a lot of chicks, especially these places, that might want to bang Art the Clown. Yeah, you could be all right. Yeah. It's like Paul Stanley said back in the day, they wanted to leave me to leave the makeup on. I just did. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it's funny because back in the day when I was in high school, I was like this geeky guy in high school. Those kind of girls wouldn't give me the time of now, day. Now like, you're what hot, the baby. Heck? You're hot in a certain circumstance. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> now, is, it, it, is Terrifier kind of a worldwide thing? Are you yes. Yes. It's been released around the world. It's been uh, released internationally. We're actually even going to Germany, Canada, and like uh, we're trying. I think New Zealand for England. the movie or for the for like conventions and stuff. Conventions, yeah, and they've released it also in Italy. It's you know it's it's going everywhere. We've actually there've been places out outside of the U.S. even like Spain and England. People have done uh, sides of building with graffiti of Art the Clown. I'm like, this is insane. Like I said, it's becoming a grassroots thing where people are starting to hear about it mm -hmm. and. Like, dude, like this is you guys struck gold on this. Like, as, I, I, yeah, as, you know? it's just it was purely just you know capturing lightning in a bottle. Mm. It's just like it, it's all Damien. It's just like, dude, you but, created something. Amazing. Okay, well, I have to stop you here and 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 say this in your credit. Yes, Damien had the vision, but mm -hmm. you played it. And just Thank talking you. to you and seeing <laughs> you when I when I saw you do that audition online, mm -hmm. and then saw you today in real life, it's like. Obviously, you don't have the mask and the prosthetics and stuff, but I see where it's coming from. And listen, I could write a great solo for Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> but if he doesn't play it like Eddie Van Halen, it doesn't work that way. It's true. You know it's what I mean? True. So this has now become, now it's Damien and, and you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's a really cool well, place to be. It's kind of like how Jackie Earl Haley, you know, like, did Freddie, and right. it just wasn't the same. Jack Earl Haley. God such bless a Dude, great He won an Oscar. Oh, my God. He's We're not saying actor. that it's not him, yeah. But it was, it's just not, it's not Robert. And it's just like, wow, wow. I mean, like, God, I loved him on The Tick. Did you watch him on The Tick? Yeah. yeah. The oh, my God. He's he was hysterical. He's, he's, he's amazing. Oh, he's, I, I still love him, him as uh, uh, Kelly Leak in Bad News Bears. Yeah. Oh, my God. He <laughs> was. Oh, my God. I forgot that. Dude. Oh, my God. He's awesome. God. Bad News Bears and Breaking Training oh, where he yells at his dad for God. ditching his mom. Wow. As, as we start to wind down, because I know you got a Waffle House date. <laughs> yeah, Waffle House. We're high, we're high, high class here, guys. Um, Get scattered, yeah, yeah, smothered. The, the main outside today, God bless you. I've got to clean your room. I come inside, there's carrots on the freaking couch. <laughs> there's shit on the floor over there. Oh, I was like, did God. you really clean so it? I guilty when people come in. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sorry I made a mess. But as, as an actor, and like I said, like, this is, to me, even more of a testament to your skills 
is that when you're playing this part, there's no words. Yeah. And there's a lot of makeup. That's hard hard to do, I'm assuming. It's it's hard in a way, but for me, it's a, it's one of those fun challenges. And I, I've, like I said, I always want to tackle a character like Mr. Bean, and now I get to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm loving it. And it's like, that's what Damien would do. We had that. That's why I like the relationship I have with him with actor-director type relationship. We're like, we would have scenes where he would know exactly what he wanted me to do, like, you know, down to like the very, like, the angle he wanted me to tilt my head at or something mm-hmm. like that. And other scenes like the pizzeria scene, and he's like, you know what? Just play. We'll see so what when, happens. So when you come into the pizzeria before you do anything, were you giving her the plastic ring? And that, is that what he's talking about? That was in about? the script, but he didn't say how to do it. He's like, just do something. Like, do some creative way. I'm like, okay, we'll just play around with it. Like, well, the, all the facial expressions. Like, that's a great example. It's like, he's like, here, just make a few few faces. We'll just film. And I just kept filming. And the, they never yelled cut. And I just kept on making face after face after face. And it was maybe, I think, maybe three, four, five minutes of them just letting me go. And they... They're like, oh crap, we <laughs> cut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I think you got enough. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, but here's another thing I love about it too is that we've never seen a killer that's toying with his prey. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, and this might not Plays be what you were food. thinking, but yeah, exactly, <laughs> he knows from the moment he sees these girls in the street that kind of act like a couple of, you know, drunk chicks. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, motherfuckers, wait and see what happens. So he's mm-hmm. playing with them. Myers never did that. Voorhees never did that. They just come out of the woods and kill people. Yeah. He is actually like warming them up. And she takes the selfie and he lets her. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, takes the selfie in return after he's cut her in half. Yep. That to me was even creepier. It was like these girls, you know, are like girls that you see or, or don't see or whatever. They're coming out of the bar. They're hot shit. They don't care. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. See what happens. That to me was mm-hmm. really deep horror for me. Yeah. You yeah, know? and it's also a realistic type of horror, right? Too, because there are people like that in this world. Yeah, like, especially that's a real fear with a lot of females, especially in the bigger cities and stuff like that. It's like that's that's what I kind of based some of that stuff that was going on in that pizzeria scene where he would just stare at them because guys will do that on the subway. I, I have I've had like female roommates that have had that kind, same kind creepers. of thing happen to guys yeah. just staring at them. But what if that guy was? literally staring at you because he knows he's going to murder uh-huh. you later. He's sizing you up. He's like, oh, yeah. It's like it's like a cat staring at its prey. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, yes. Now, this might be a question like what was in uh, uh, the, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. that Vinnie Vega wanted back, but what was in the garbage bag? Well, you see a little bit of it. Like at the scene where you or? see um, him like, um, where he's got uh, Terrace character tied up. He's he's opened up his bag. He's got a lot of his toys already out there, all of his little tools so, of destruction. But I, I like to think sometimes he has some body parts in there as well, just for a late night snack. That's like his yeah, that's his that's his little bag of yeah. tricks. It's like Felix the cat, but evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he's a cannibal. Yeah. Because he eats yeah. people's faces. Yeah. The one thing I love is at the end when her face was like like one of the, the aliens from They Live. It's like mm-hmm. that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last couple questions for you, man. So sure. um I mean, we're assuming that hopefully there'll be more of art the clown mm-hmm. and he talks about it thoughts yeah um well damien's almost done as i'm saying this he's almost done with the script for the sequel wow. i've already gotten to see a sneak peek of it and it's got me so freaking giddy it's gonna be bigger and crazier <laughs> oh, and like i mean he when i was reading it he had me come over his place and let me read it and i was just like he knew where i was in the script by the way i would giggle 
like certain types of laughs and my certain like ooh. So he's sitting there watching you read the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was I think it was fun for both of us just to do it that way. And you know he's fine tuning things. And I think after that he's gonna hopefully try to start shopping it to some studios. Because you would think now with the buzz that it has, yeah. you'd be able to get. Uh, more God. of a budget this yeah, time. Yeah, I would love like some like Blumhouse to pick us up. Right. Or I would, man, that would be a dream. Dude, come I would true. go to the theater or, or can I go watch a Netflix? Like Netflix yeah. nowadays is yeah. just as uh, uh, financially viable as going to Blumhouse. Yeah. Right? They do great work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially they've been great with, you know, a lot of independent films and stuff like that. And, you know, it's like, we'd love to have something like that take us on. Who? There's so many other options out there. So we're going to try to explore all that. But like, but we want the next one to be bigger. We want the, the better, better budget for that, you know, and we want to be even more accessible to audiences. Mm-hmm. So we would, love, of course, love to have it, you know, released in theaters, you know. We'll see. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You know, it's like I said, when you have, you mentioned earlier, lightning in the bottle, Mm -hmm. like what a great place to be where you don't know what you're really going to get out of it. Yeah. And yet, like you said, you're going to all these different countries. And like when you come to like we're at Days of the Dead here in Atlanta, when people come to get an autograph or get a picture, is it a little bit creepy is it cool are they dressed as art or they... i love it yeah. because i used to go to conventions too especially i've done cosplays the joker several times and i'm like i love it so i've been on that side and that was like always like a dream of mine to actually be on that side of the table one day and i'm because it's like it's a great way to interact with the fans that's how i look at it it's like it's I'm, I'm finally able to like thank people face to face because these are the people that made us successful and i'm like i'm so happy to have this experience to actually show my gratitude in my own way and actually meet people. And I, I love to have like conversations with people at the table as much as I can. And it's a dream come true. I'm like, you can't beat this. You know, it's funny. Cause once again, like uh, sometimes when I meet fans or something looking at me and I can tell they're thinking like, I can't believe this is really Chris Jerry. Like talking to you, yeah. it's, there's certain things that you do. That's art. The clown. It's, it's <laughs> freaky. Like this is the real guy. Like yeah. th- there's a lot of your and this is what makes a great character mm-hmm. is your own uh, personality turned up to 11. Yeah. And whatever this, that, or other thing, with your portrayal and performances are, like you can see it mm-hmm. talking with you without. You know, it's really kind of a cool, <laughs> cool vibe. Uh, last couple questions. Uh, two last questions. One, what is your favorite horror movie oh, of all boy. time? Is there a few or I one? I don't have an absolute favorite, but the five I usually like to list, they're all classics too to me. I, it's like, Original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. Na- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three, mm-hmm. Dream Warriors, love it. I think was that's a theme it. song by Dawkins. Oh yeah, God, is that <laughs> those? Oh, it was just like that's where it found its stride. It's like, <laughs> right. ooh, this is fun. Um, Exorcist, Omen, yeah. and I would say Halloween. Dude, okay, first of all, Halloween's my favorite all-time mm-hmm. scary movie, but the Omen, mm-hmm. that one still gets to me God. to this day. Like I will watch that movie. So unnerving. Very because because like if you have any knowledge of Christianity or the Bible, like it could happen, is happening, will happen. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I was a kid, my parents went and saw it in nineteen seventy six. I was five years old. I woke up and my mom was looking through my hair. <laughs> she told me years later she was making sure I didn't have the six six yeah. six on my head. Oh my god! She found it. No, but I mean that, <laughs> that movie's so creepy. Gregory Peck and that little oh, kid is just god, fucking so, weird, man. So creepy. You know, are you a Guns N' Roses fan? Oh, of course. Slash and I talk oh. about the Omen 
to Ugh. the T of how creepy it still holds up. Oh, it's just that the graveyard scene with the hellhounds. Yes. I'm just like, he, and he catches the, the, the spike in his armpit yeah. and it's just like, oh. And how it matches up with the, the picture. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the, 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 the spike from the church coming yeah. down through his head. Yeah, oh, it's just, oh. Good stuff. Go watch God. The Omen. Uh, well, well, go watch Terrifier first, then watch The Omen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last question for you. What's your favorite scene in Terrifier? Oh, the pizzeria scene. Really? Yeah. Because I, I think you see every aspect of art in that scene. You see his playfulness. You see his viciousness. And you see just how just messed up in the head he is. Like, even when he's just going after the after the girls have left and he's just going after the guys at work, like he didn't have to go after yeah, them. Yeah, he just, yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to do that. But and he, you know, like, he just brutalizes that guy's face, you know, just... You know, I, I, when I got to film that scene, I was like, my God, and Damien said, just keep going at it. Just keep going at it. And, and it was, I actually got to stab with a real blade into that thing. So like, that was, was it like a, like a rubber? No, mold? it was a real, yeah, it was, oh, not a real face. But it was yeah. a real guy. But he made this, it had like layers to it. Like actually had muscle ligatures. So he wanted like, you to get through it. Yeah. And so I had that where it would get stuck and I had to yank it out and blood to spurt. I'm like, face, oh my God. Like, <laughs> oh, I had so much fun doing that. I had so much fun doing <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it just shows like he he just he he dials everything up to 11 i mean yeah he could just boom like michael myers or jason dude just like okay done on to the next victim he's like no i'm having fun I'm yeah having yeah fun. I'm having fun. I'm and he gonna... goes and like goes to the bathroom like writes art and yeah. shit on the wall even stuff like that like he's just why? yeah why would you do that why right? man that's like one of my pet peeves is when people don't flush so i'm just like oh. you see that sometimes you go to like a gas station bathroom oh, a pile of like, poop in the what corner. did you do well i pooped in the corner and then i took it and wrote my name on the wall yeah i was like why man <laughs> the one scene that i love uh is when she uh the cha uh, the girls are so stupid in this movie too by oh, the way God, yeah when She's obviously she's chained the door and she's run away, but she has to go back and look through. And then Art reaches through and starts honking the horn. Yeah. Wah, wah. His little uh, bicycle horn. Wah, 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 wah. Like he's that's such an asshole. He's, but he's, and he's such a clown. <laughs> he never breaks character. Wah, 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 wah. Just and teasing the, her. And then she just watches as the car comes and hits her through the wall. Yeah. I'm like, get, Art the clown forever, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, but honestly, it's so excited to talk to you and about the future of Art the clown because this has potential to go iconic the way that Freddie and Jason and Leatherface has. So when you see the the pictures of those three where they look mm -hmm. like, you know, that, that one picture where uh, it's like there's Marlon Brando at the diner with Humphrey Bogart and Marilyn Manson, yeah. transpose those faces, Art the Clown should be and Man. could be in that realm. Man, if I could ever sit at the table with those legends, I would be. That would just be. Amazing. But the thing is, it's just you, Robert England, and then a bunch of leather faces, and a bunch of Freddies, and a bunch of of Jasons. Like yeah. this is like the next step for Freddie. You have to be Art the Clown. Yeah. You need a raise. I'm gonna call David right now. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I will not complain, dude. Congratulations! Yeah, Thank you so much so for doing much, this. Man. And I need to get one of those Art the Clown yeah. Christmas sweaters. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm sure up. Damien can hook you up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing sure. Art the Clown himself is yeah, gonna help. Exactly. Like we'll you know contact the Terror Threads people and stuff <laughs> like that. We'll get it going. <laughs> Thank you. You got to go to Waffle House. Smothered. Yep. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Smothered. Scattered and smothered. All that kind of stuff. Spoken it's from like, a true native oh, of Huntsville. Yeah. Oh, so good. And they don't take credit cards. No. Quick, quick story. Uh, I went to Awful House once with, uh, with Shane McMahon, mm -hmm. Vince's son, and a couple of us went, and, and Shane was like, I'll pay for it, took out his credit card, and like, we don't take credit cards at Waffle House. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, sit down, buddy. I got the, I'll pay the $14. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, you heard it right here. There's going to be a sequel to Terrifier already written. And we'll definitely have David Howard Thornton back and Damian Leone, the director and writer and the makeup artist, as you heard. All those guys will be back. Both those guys will be back when it comes out. And I can't wait to see what gruesome deaths they come up with for the next one, how creepy it's going to be. And I can't wait to see how many Art the Clowns are out for Halloween this year, maybe even on the Jericho Cruise. Not that we're going at Halloween, but they're going to be costume nights. Uh, Thanks again to David Howard Thornton for giving us such a great look behind the scenes at one of my new favorite horror movies, Terrifier, and one of my uh, uh, favorite new slasher icons, Art the Clown. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. And hit me up on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho, at I am Jericho, and let me know what you thought. All right, and thanks to all of you who've taken advantage of the pre-sale of uh, Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Part 2, second wave. We're setting sail again next year, January 20th to the 24th, 2020. I want you to be there with us, and if you want to pre-book, you got to sign up now at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Don't wait, because we're selling a whole lot of cabins, uh, moving a lot faster than we were last year. I mean, we haven't even gone on sale yet. We've already got hundreds and hundreds of cabins sold. Very, very exciting to see how many people had a great time last year a lot of people saying it was the vacation of a lifetime i know it was for me and we've got a great list of hall of famers uh all elite wrestling is going to be there of course with all the top stars from that company Fozzie's playing so many others i'm actually looking at the uh, talents that have been contacted the talents that have confirmed the talents that are contracted and let's just say this lineup might be even better than last year's so don't miss it go to chris jericho cruise dot com and sign up to pre-order now and remember if you pre-order uh before uh march 13th you get a free uh, exclusive uh, chris jericho rock and wrestling rager at sea t-shirt from pro and if you're one of the first 400 people to book a cabin you'll get an exclusive photo uh and an exclusive q a with me chris jericho and we might even be close to reaching that so if you want to sign up and get into that uh, q a it was a lot of fun last year for the first 400 go do it now Come join the party at sea. Book now at ChrisJerichoCruise.com and have the vacation of a lifetime. Ask anybody that went. Just go online and hit uh, tweet at Jericho Cruise. Did anybody go on the Jericho Cruise? What do you think? You'll find out all about that. Go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Sign up now to pre-book before public sale starts on March 13th. Uh, And also, we got lots of cool stuff coming up on Talk is Jericho, including on Friday from Access TV's Women of Wrestling. Have you seen this show? It's like a modern-day version of Glow. It's a lot of fun. And the creator, David McLean, who was the creator of the original Glow from the 80s and is now the uh, the mind master, mastermind of women of wrestling. And one of uh, WoW's top stars, Abilene Maverick, will be here. We'll find out what it took to get this all-female wrestling company off the ground and on the Access TV, which is a huge accomplishment. That's the same channel that New Japan Pro Wrestling is on. How they signed their talent, including Abilene and Tessa Blanchard, who's going to be on this show in a few weeks as well. And how the first season is going on Access TV, owned by Mark Cuban and Todd Wagner who was on the show last week. So go check out Todd Wagner's uh, rise to becoming a billionaire and check out Dave McLean's rise to bringing women of wrestling to Access TV, plus Abilene Maverick, one of the top, top stars of the show. Lots of fun on Friday. Uh, Taking it back to the streets, baby. Until then, have a great, great week. Stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy. And go check out Art the Clown and Terrifier now. It's going to creep the pants off you, man. 